<sighs> new year, new us. Is that what they say? <laughs> It's only the second week in the new year, and it's like, it feels good. The world's burning, but I feel good. <laughs> what about you, Stone? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've been doing pretty good this Ex year, so. Exactly. <laughs> Playing some good games. You got a PlayStation 5? <laughs> Playing some good games. Got a PlayStation 5. Won that Xbox as well. I mean, yeah. I bought a house, got a new car, got a new job. You know, my, you know, I upgraded my life in 2020. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> like I'm, doing, I'm doing all right. Uh I know it's not the case for most people, but yeah. um, I'm counting my blessings. Yeah, that's so true. Let's get started with the game, shall we? <laughs> uh, Persona Rogers is as we're a month, uh, a month away from playing another Persona game. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, boy. Some uh, some of our uh, people that listen to uh, the podcast are like, so when's the podcast coming back? I was really about to message you about it. Like, we'll be back this week. <laughs> Yeah, right. We're just taking a break. Yeah. Like, we need a break. We did a few you know episodes we did last year. With no breaks? Yeah, right. And that's the thing, though. You were, like, you were all to, like, move from house or, like, move the houses, you know, that kind of stuff. But still, I think it only, only took off, like, one week. <laughs> the show must go on. The show must go on. <laughs> You're hearing rivers in the desert from Persona 5 in the background, guys. As you know, it's one of my favorite series of all time. <laughs> so, actually, favorite game of all time. So, you know, that's a big argument right now, is that everyone's like, The Last of Us Part 2 is probably Sony's best game ever made. And I'm just like, people on Twitter are like, God of War hears you and would like to, for you to shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like what <laughs> like I said we always say like if you like the game that's cool but it's like really <laughs> so, yeah I don't know it, it's, it's fine like yeah. it yeah if you like the game it's cool it's a, it's a fine game it just I have some gripes with it yeah <laughs> that's how it is but it was just funny seeing people just react to that like really like damn and like even the Xbox fans like, dude, I've never played Ghost of Tsushima, but I know that's a better game. Like, damn. I mean, <laughs> repeatedly you, you see Ghost of Tsushima winning like Players Choice Awards and stuff. Yeah. So like, that, <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima was the player's pick for 2020 Game of the Year. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. So as like I didn't ask you this, but like, welcome to Awood Gaming, episode one hundred and four. I'm your podcast MC Perry, and today I just have Stone. He's just here with me. Uh, how you doing, bro? <laughs> doing all right. Just you know, being the anchor. Yeah. Like I like I'm used to. So. Yeah, gonna be the tail. <laughs> like I said, uh, Jen and Jason, they're out. Like they had to work, so they're kind of tired. Fire one had to work. Jacob's watching uh, UFC is, is fight day, and Cove is just being Cove. <laughs> Cove is also working. <laughs> oh, well, so I'm playing Call of Duty earlier. I guess that's probably it's idle. <laughs> yeah, probably idle or something. Yeah, yeah. He works. He works Saturdays. He's off tomorrow though. Yeah. So. Shout out to him as he's about to start streaming again. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's perfect stuff. 
And if you're not familiar with what we do here, things at AOA Gaming, look at video games and video gaming news and see what's going on. And we talk about the positivities, our own personal takes. We talk that shit, and it's 2021, and like no, bar, no holds barred. Like I don't think we're <laughs> every song goes on turn. <laughs> oh gosh. But with that being said, Stone, it is 2021. What game are you most excited for? Like Horizon. Horizon. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West. I I need me some more of that. Okay. So I'm I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. I'll. My body is ready. Take me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, you got the system. So yeah, let's go. <laughs> So, right. do you think it's you don't think it's gonna be affected, right? You don't you don't you feel like the graphics gonna be what it should be for the PS5 when it comes out? Because seeing how it's gonna be on both, well, like there's not gonna be a lot of change in the graphic, like uh, what 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 you would expect to see graphically uh, yeah. from the game, um, because it. As far as like going from like a base like a base model PS4, right? You're putting out 10, 1080p. You go to a PS4 Pro, you're in a four, you're in 4K mode, right? Mm-hmm. So that's just a texture pack. That's all that is. You know, it's just a uh, you know just new textures. You put those over top of your geometry, and boom, you got a brand new game that looks better, right? Mm-hmm. So the the big thing that I'm worried about with it is um, not being able to fully take advantage of the PS5's uh, other system parts right Mm -hmm. so like the the you know super fast you know ssd that they had that's supposed to like negate load times into forever and you're never supposed to have a load screen ever again which you know is bullshit but whatever um you know it it, if your game is built like the engine is built to take advantage of stuff in a certain way right to take advantage of hardware in a certain way Mm -hmm. then it would only get like minimal benefits from being on a faster hard drive so like your load screens would go down right so instead of having a 10 second load screen you have like a two second load screen right Mm -hmm. um instead of being able to fully take advantage of it and streaming that data in real time straight into the engine as opposed to you know taking a a second and pausing the game and loading right because that's what happens when you hit a load screen right it's just it stops the game takes a few seconds pulls whatever data it needs to, shoves it to the engine, and then it says, okay, now go. Yeah. So, hmm. there's that, and also, like, the difference in, you know, processors that's there. Um, the, you know, a better processor typically is, uh, you know, responsible for having better physics engine, so you can calculate, like, debris and breakdown and stuff like that, and, and uh, you know, reactions between objects in the world right and also it's responsible typically for controlling your ai so you can have smarter better faster ai basically right Mm. um you know or or just more of it right you could have like thousands of npcs running around doing their own thing right um which but you know for the story of horizon you're just going to have more complicated creatures i think you wouldn't have more creatures Mm -hmm. because of the the nature of the world that they're in but Mm -hmm. i digress um so i i I think that there are that they are hamstringing themselves in some way by saying we're going to put this game out on the you know last gen consoles and the new you know next gen consoles too yeah um i'm not sure what those 
will be because you probably won't see it. You know what I mean? It would be theoretical losses. Yeah. So it just I feel like they they would they could make a better game because they could focus on using better hardware. Yeah. They just need more hot sauce to go with it. But they yes. decided not to. <laughs> yeah. They nut up. Yep. <laughs> and just just take the take the plunge. I mean, take the plunge like they're already halting productions instead of one slim. So you would think they would just say off with your head, you know. <laughs> But I guess I don't not. know. Uh, there will be plenty of time to enjoy, you know, fully next-gen titles and games that only come out on next-gen consoles. Uh, but as of right now, we're in that kind of the awkward, you know, teen years transitionary period between the two generations, which oh, man. I guess is lasting a bit longer than in previous times, I think. You know, mm. I know well, that... Returnal isn't going to be uh, cross-gen, is it? I'm not sure. Mm. I like so I actually took off for that day. Well, you know what? That game looks kind of cool. I never played Dead Space, but that game looks kind of cool. Hopefully, it's not too long because, like, the following week after that, Monster Hunter Rise comes out. So it's like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Mar the the month of March is always packed, and I hate it. <laughs> yeah, like, and. Well, like, and for instance, too, like, uh, like God of War, uh, Ragnarok, it's slated to come out this year, too. Yeah. Uh, in, in Q3 or Q4. So, like, it's coming out around the same time that Horizon's expected to come out. So, like... Really? I thought Horizon's you know, it, supposed to be first half. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was supposed to be, like, Q3. No, they're saying, like... I think they're they're going to do... I could be wrong with that statement, but I'm pretty sure that they're saying a Horizon is first half and God of War is second half. So... Or it could be the other way around, but that would be awful if they came out the, around the same time. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know what I would do with myself, bro. <laughs> I have way too much shit to play. Yeah. With a, with a backlog, which... Were you able to chip away with your, any of your backlog so far? During this little break that we had? I mean... I didn't really have a whole... Huge backlog. I mean, I've got... Like... I got some of my free games yeah. from... You know, PlayStation Plus that... I've have access to and I've got... You know, a few games... I've got a lot of games now because I have the, the Xbox Game Pass library. Um, so I was, I was playing Outer Worlds... And then Cyberpunk came out, so I started playing that. And I'm not quite finished with it yet, because I'm kind of wanting to wait and see if, like, an update comes out. Yeah. Um, which they should be putting one out here in the next month or two, I think. Like well, a content they, update. Well, they said January and um, February, so let's see. <laughs> right. So I, I've been kind of waiting on that, because I kind of fell out of, out of love with it for a minute. <laughs> I was just like, I'm just going to, I'm going to, we're, we're going to take some time apart. You know, so <laughs> would you like to start there then? <laughs> you can, yeah. yeah. Like say it's uh, I I think Cyberpunk is a great game, right? When it runs, it's it's great. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know. I just kind of I had some problems with it, and I was just kind of like hearing all the negative news around it, and I'm just like, you know, I just I just need a break. I think I need to take a break, and we're just gonna go back to like. You know, tried and true, oldie but goodie. So I started playing Skyrim again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and and, like I said, our spoiler cast is up, and like I, we, I feel like we left no stone unturned with that review, 
And, like, it was at the end of the day, Jacob was like, I still had fun with the game. That's the problem. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Like, everything. Like I say, it, when, it, when it works, it's great. Yeah. And, you know, it, and that's the problem that people have with it is that it, they said it would work on these older consoles, and it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, Jason Schreier at Bloomberg uh, apparently talked to 20 anonymous developers from CD Projekt Red with the launch and everything going on with uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I know a lot of you guys are probably tired of hearing about this news. I know I am. <laughs> I'm just tired. Of, like, it's reached the last of us part two level for me, like, where I'm just tired about talking about the game. You know, and like mm-hmm. I said, I love video games. It's just that I just, at this point, it's just like, dang, like, did this really have to happen? You know, like where we feel like fatigue from to- talking about certain articles, like certain games like this. Because like we can talk about like, we talked about, ooh, the first time I'm actually going to say this all year. Talk about like Anthem, you know. <laughs> We, we talk go about, again. Like I said, we talk about Anthem, we talk about God of War, we talk about all these games. Hell, we mentioned Lollipop Chainsaw on this show so many damn times, but it's like those games were not fatigued not to talk, talk, stop talking about. It's just that this just seems like it had so much potential. There was so much, and then like we hear from the devs that they were thinking this game wasn't going to come out until 2022. And that they right. didn't even start really developing the game until 2016. So, I don't know. Um, and the fact that the way that Crunch... Crunch is not cool at all. And the fact that they that CD Projekt Red was so against it, and then the way that they talked to their people about it, like, well, someone else will stay after to pick up your slack. Like, wait, what? Yeah, I, see, that, that you know that's hostile that's abusive but it's not good like you know it, it's <laughs> I, I like i understand that crunch is like kind of a necessary evil in like a creative world right mm-hmm. uh or at least the way the system is built right now right mm-hmm. um you know you you get you set goals and you work on them and you work on them as you know your entire team is putting their best effort into it right Mm-hmm. And they're going, you know, as hard as they can and trying to get these these goals met. But, you know, it the reality is that when you try to do something new, it usually takes longer to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, than you would expect it to be, right? And humans are notoriously terrible at, you know, estimating any amount of time to complete a project, mm-hmm. right? E- even if it's something that you're good at, you know, it, it's usually like you're 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 not you're not very usually you give yourself quite a bit of wiggle room yeah um and with a, a massive undertaking like creating a video game on the scale of that you know where you're you know coordinating like several hundred humans doing you know various tasks that of various complexity as well you know um it just it, it seems like a tall order to actually like stick to a release date yeah. so it's like i understand like pushing the date back and i understand like having a bit of crunch like the last like couple weeks right you work a little bit ot and you just get it out the door and you're good right yeah but with this one it wasn't the case because (laughs) they 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 got it and it worked for you know really high-end systems and stuff but 
they said it was going to work on all these, you know, older, you know, all, older pieces of hardware. And uh, it just, that just wasn't the case. And the developers knew that wasn't the case, but the board was like, no, we need to shove it out. We need to get our money back now. Yeah. You so know? Apparently the way so, that they worded it, that they built the system, like built the game in for the system at the exact same time. And they said that pretty much they thought that they could overcome all of that. Like what dude? <laughs> like, bro, like, I've made a blue apron mill a few times, and, like, you can't balance both that shit out. And that's what you guys trying to do. <laughs> right. Like I say, I've I've gotten a few blue apron mills, man, and uh, they, like, they'll, they'll say, like, oh, this takes 45 minutes to prepare, and I'm here an hour and a half later, yeah. you know, trying to get this shit done. And I'm like, man, I don't know what the fuck y'all were talking about on 45 minutes to cook yeah. this. This takes like, for fucking ever. Yeah, like, exactly what we're saying here. It just makes no sense. And, like, they even did, like, a video, in a video message to the public earlier this week, CD Projekt Red co-founder Marcin Iwinski says, improving the performance of Cyberpunk 27 is now the studio's number one priority. Pushing back the launch of the next-gen PS5 and Xbox Series X, so they're pretty much, they're saying not until the latter half of this, and plan free DLC. It should be noted that current PS5 and Series X players are actually playing backward compatible versions of PS4 and Xbox One versions of Cyberpunk. Right. So, like, if you see side by side comparisons of like Cyberpunk <laughs> and like a PS5 and a PS4, it doesn't look that different because it's the same fucking game. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, well, okay. But during yeah. this message, Inwiski claimed that CDPR's internal testing did not show many of the bugs and issues players eventually encountered on consoles. A statement some on social media says does a disservice to QA testers whose job is to find and evaluate bugs and performance issues. I don't know if this shit was just su super rushed or... Someone just didn't do their job. I like it's weird, and like for them to say like this is about leadership and not about the devs, and if devs like I don't know like shout out to like I well, anyone who reviewed this game, anyone that played this game, or anyone that developed this game, shout out to you because you did your best. But like for the developers to go like yo we we really don't think this game's ready, like no, not at all. I mean oh, like. <laughs> And here's here's the thing too. It's like, you know, a, a fairly typical like development cycle from what I can what I've gathered, right? Because I'm not an industry person. I'm not an insider. I don't work on games or anything like that. Yeah. But from what I've what I've Hire found and what I've <laughs> learned over the years, right? It it's usually you're working on a game like for about five to six years. It's like a new IP, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and part of that is you know writing and world building and that sort of thing and then you know after you get that set in stone a couple of years later it's probably then that's when you start working on actual development right uh you know getting assets created you know constructing the engine and then you know building all the levels and all that stuff right mm -hmm. um so i it just it kind of blows me away that they've like this was an eight year long process with you know a massive studio and a lot of you know talent behind it and it's still kind of like i don't know 
it it's it's kind of mind blowing that it doesn't work like it should whenever it's yeah. on these older systems, right? Yeah. Because like I say, it it's it whenever it's on a, a higher end machine that can actually run it without problems, and it's it's great, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just they like I, they feel like they they built it all together and then they didn't do any of the like performance tweaks that need to get done for consoles, right? Yeah. So so does this. If they decide with it, would this make you weary about getting the Witcher 4 if they decided to make it? I wouldn't pre-order it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, <laughs> kind of the, that's kind of the thing, right? It's like, um, I feel like part of this, too, it's kind of been, like, reinforced by pre-order culture, right? Yeah. So, like, you're given, you're given the company money for a product that they haven't completed yet right so you don't actually know if the product's any good you just assume right yeah so that's the thing it's you know when we stop pre-ordering fucking games like this they'll start listening is how i feel about it yeah or we just like get review codes and tell you like yeah no (laughs) yeah that would be nice but we'll see how we'll see how that goes you know uh let's see uh what else do we have where else would you like to go? Well, hell, seeing how we're talking well, about, hell, seeing how we're talking about hype. What about Elden Ring? How do you feel about that? Well, see, so I'm not like a Soulsborne person, right? I don't really get into the Dark Soulsy type games, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, not my cup of tea. All right, um, but you know, a lot of people love them and they go ape shit over them, and that's what is happening right now around Elden Ring. Uh. So I mean, so far, like we've we've basically just gotten like a E3 reveal trailer, right? And then uh, I think that they put out like a, a trailer this past week or something, isn't that mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's what the story is. Yeah, um, the ring post trailer concept said there's no hidden meaning, uh, meaning, but fans go crazy anyways. It's like what yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so it was, uh, apparently, this is actually just still surrounding the E3 announcement trailer. Um, so the, uh, the original concept artist, uh, was it, uh, Bjork Sternstrom? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, has, you know, he, he posted on Reddit and on Twitter, uh, some concept art that he used, uh, that was, that was used to make the trailer, right? Um. Uh, and the thing with concept art is that sometimes it has nothing to do with the final product, right? Like it, it's it's just kind of there as a reference uh, for the uh, you know the artists that actually prepared the trailer to create the trailer for, right? It's a reference picture, so it, it sometimes has nothing to do with the actual final trailer. So um, they were kind of uh, basically fans of you know Soulsborne games. Uh, we're picking apart the trailer and looking for any hidden messages and meanings. And, uh, you know, this artist, he just posted the concept art and said, look, you can pick this art to death if you want, but I had nothing, I had no extra knowledge about this game and any of you all do. I was just given a, a brief on like what to draw and I fucking <laughs> drew it. Um, I mean, it's a really, it's a promising, you know, game though. Cause it's coming from, you know, a uh, greater, uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki and, uh, you know, the, the writer of Game of Thrones himself, Mr. George R. R. Martin, still fucking procrastinating for writing Winds of Winter, I see. 
mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> he uh you know that there it, it's uh you know two creators that have made you know beloved franchises right uh have kind of come together and it's usually like these kind of dream teams that either make something really fucking epic or generate a lot of hype for something that just flops yeah so <laughs> yeah it, it's usually one or the other so it, it'll be either one of the like best games of the generation or <laughs> it's gonna flop into fucking oblivion so yeah i'm i'm excited to see what happens and i hope for the best yeah like i said i i remember seeing the trailer and they said like yeah it's from uh, uh george R. R. martin and like you know miyazaki i'm like wait what shouldn't he be writing a book right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, uh, no, George, uh, you know, Mr. Martin there is not going to write another book in his lifetime. <laughs> I I guarantee you he will not publish another book in his lifetime. It he's, won't happen. He said that he was going to spend most of quarantine writing this book, but I don't know. He, he could say that all he wants to. That book is never coming out while he's alive. <laughs> I will guarantee that. I remember uh, watching a video between like him and Stephen King, and he asked Stephen King, like, how the fuck do you write so fast? He's like, well... <laughs> What do you mean? He's like, I, I just write. <laughs> I just whip my dick out of the table that writes for me, man. That's what that's what Stephen King does. Exactly. So. <laughs> like it's not that it's not that hard. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, we'll go Sakurai developer, which like it's crazy to say that he knew what he was uh saying. Sakurai uh from Super Smash Bros. Said he felt uh, for uh, the developers at CD Projekt Red, which is crazy that like for someone for his uh, caliber and talent to understand, because it's like he puts nothing out but greatness, but he still understands what they're coming uh, going through. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like anybody that works in the same field would kind of have a, I don't know, a, a mutual understanding, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, for the issues and troubles that they would have in yeah. development. Um, you know, because it's, it's, you know, corporate like people that are wanting, you know, certain expectations and they want a product and they want it now and they want it good, you know, and it's like, you can pick, you get, you, you can have a, a good game, you can have a game fast, or you can have a game that's, you know, under budget and you got to pick one, you got to pick two of the three. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but they, you know, people want it all. Yeah. Uh, and like I say, the game, like I said, yeah, it still it's a it's a really good game, and if you have a system that can run it, like a PS4 Pro or Xbox One X, mm-hmm. you know, even those systems, they still run the game okay. Like it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just the base model of the Xbox One and the PS4 that just can't do it. Yeah. And I, I saw some issues like that with uh, Borderlands Three as well, because uh, Borderlands Three, it's a there's a lot going on on the screen at any given time. Um, and the base model PS4 just doesn't like it. Uh, cause like Jason and I played co-op, you know, uh, on the same, you know, local land and stuff, but I'm running a PS4 pro and he's running a PS, a base model PS4. Uh, and he would just be like, I just, I can't do it, man. I can't, I can't play. I can't keep up. It's like a slideshow. So I'd go in his room and watch him play. And then man, it's like, you know, 15 FPS, like, can't even get into the menu. Like, when he tries to bring up his skill tree, it, like, fucking pauses the game for 15 seconds. And, like, if you're in the middle of a fight and, like, 
or like if you're just trying to check your skill tree real quick and all of a sudden enemies start coming up at you you know it's like what the fuck <laughs> mm, that's that's crazy i didn't i didn't even think about that um, yeah and so like it's the same sort of thing with like the the cyberpunk right it's the the base model systems run it like trash but anything above that is like well it's okay yeah so like i said like you guys you just have to play it for yourself you probably have but eh, you'll see just wait like a lot of my friends are gonna like so should i play this I'm like you might want to wait just just wait a little bit longer like yeah for cyberpunk yeah like just wait a little longer i mean if you've waited this long i just wait for a sale you yeah. know yeah. If you still haven't played it, I, I would just wait for a sale to come up. Because by the time it goes on sale, they will have fixed everything. So it'll be oh, great. Yeah. yeah. That's nothing bad. Uh, let's see. Where else should we go? A couple of delays in video games. Hogwarts Legacy. Got delayed. Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy delayed till next year. Uh, of course, they didn't really give us a, a real release date uh, the yeah. first time around. They just said, eh, sometime 2021. Which I think is what they said with Horizon 2, which is like, eh, sometime in 2021. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Hogwarts is getting delayed uh, into 2022. Um, I, I'm i kind of excited for this game, but I also, you know, I don't know if I want to support, uh, you know, JK Rowling. But because mm-hmm. like, if you buy the game, she is going to get some money, right? So you're going to you're going to be funding her and her, yeah. you know, clan and whatnot. Um, for you know whatever she says, I guess technically you're supporting if you if you buy the game. So you know, take that with a grain of salt if you want to, and if not, you could just enjoy the game too. You know, just yeah. don't. You know, if you if you want to stand on on principle and not buy the game, that is you know very commendable, and I respect that. Uh, but if you also just want to enjoy you know playing a game in your favorite fantasy world. Uh, then we should let people enjoy that happiness too, and not shit on them yeah. for that. So yeah, that's all L- I'm saying. LGBTQ community, you know that we stand with you here. So like, if you love Harry Potter, fucking play it. I'm not gonna commend you at all. You own that shit. Not not J.K. Rowling. Like that's your happiness, right. not hers. And like I said, I don't. I think I lost my Harry Potter books. And I was just like, man, I really want to get these back, but I don't want to. You know. Go to a store. Go to a secondhand like, store. Yeah, exactly. Just go to a secondhand go store. To... We got secondhand Charles. I was just thinking about that yep. when we were talking about this. Like, well, let's just. I'll just go to secondhand Charles and buy them over time. Because I was really love go. Harry Potter. Like, it kind of like shaped my like you know childhood and stuff like that. So. I would agree. Yeah, <laughs> I had a. I because I, I you know we grew up with Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Like we grew up with Harry. You know, so it's just it's like a it's a once in a you know, generation sort of thing, right? Like, yeah. you don't you don't get that happen. Like a young adult novel where you grow up, like, with that, you know, youth, and, you know, you get to see them develop at the same time you're developing. So mm-hmm. you're having the same issues when they're having those issues, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's just mind-blowing, right? And she she just had lightning in a bottle. She just managed to do it, so. Yep. Like I said, it's just crazy. Like I said, you used to look up to that girl, that lady. But she gone mm. crazy. <laughs> she gone crazy. Yeah, like I said, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, that game looks fun, and like it was going to be the multiplayer game that they wanted to be. It, it it should be run well. Is that run by EA or is that just Port Key Games? Uh, Port Key Games is I think owned by Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. So why was I thinking yeah. EA? 
which would make sense because all of the uh, Harry Potter games are, you know, Warner Brothers produced. Yeah, so. yeah, I was just thinking about that. Like, that's all Warner Brothers. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe the Batman game is going to be good if it ever comes out. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe all the Star Wars games will be good because now they're being, like, I don't know, executive produced, I guess, by Lucasfilm Games. Hey, so, that's... Lucasfilm Games is back. Yeah. Like, what, what? Yeah, they um, sat there and said that we'll, there'll be more Star Wars games announced this year. <laughs> Man, I'm here for it. Yeah, for, uh, like I liked, I liked uh, Fallen Jedi. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed my time with the game. I thought it was a good game. Um, I don't really like Metroidvania sort of stuff though. Like the, I don't know. I there was there's a few mechanics in the game that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So that's why I like I didn't revisit it or anything. But you know, my playthrough of the game, I thought the story was great. Um, I had a good time with it. So yeah, I think what you're talking about, like with the Metroidvania stuff, is the fact that you have to run back to your ship and that kind of stuff. It's like really, yeah, and you gotta <laughs> have to like go back and re-explore all these old worlds that you went to. And I'm like, mm, can we not cool? Just, can we not just call this a day? <laughs> like, and, right? Like it just like its own little worlds. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, speaking of which, that, that game is not even, it's not a free upgrade, but now it runs at 60 frames per second or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the PS5 and Xbox Series X, so mm. it might be worth something to check out. They should just made it a free upgrade, honestly. Should have yeah. just been like, oh, yeah, well, here's a free upgrade for it. If they're, if they're going to make it 60 frames and 1080 full. My only problem with that game when I was playing it is like I experienced it freezing a lot. Like, yeah. yeah. What? This is dumb. Hmm. I was like, I guess it's because it's an EA game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't have those issues with it, but like I say, now it's uh, you know Lucasfilm Games is under it, which I guess is now owned by Disney. So yeah, but it doesn't seem like Lucasfilms is not a developer, right? They were always like kind of a publisher essentially mm-hmm. um and even now they're i don't think they're really publishing they're just kind of holding licenses for ip mm-hmm. so i think they've kind of essentially put themselves in like an executive producer sort of stance for video games yeah so mr Stone, they, what kind of game do you want made from to now that the exclusivity deal is done what kind of game do you want like what's your dream game mm. of a star wars game <laughs> Uh, honestly, <laughs> um, what was that one that they announced? It was like, uh, shit, what was it called? <laughs> um, it, it was announced by EA and they fucking canceled it and I was pissed off. Um, but it was like, uh, you were supposed to be like a bounty hunter in like the, the underworld of Coruscant. Um, shit, what was it called? It was like, there was an under, like, I didn't realize that there was one that they, canceled yeah they did cancel one yeah it was uh let me a second here i'm, I'm just <laughs> looking it up well, this is what you get on the aoa gaming podcast you like we start talking about dream games <laughs> star wars 1313 that's what it was okay yeah so the everything all the news that surrounded that game sounded like the like a great star wars experience that i would love to play um because, like, 
like Kotor's fun and all, and like I would like to be a Jedi and being Jedi stuff is like, all right, let this cool, let's do Jedi stuff, right? Um, but what's always really intrigued me the most in Star Wars is like the smaller stories mm-hmm. and like the you know the the world is just so vibrant and so fleshed out. There's just a lot there to to explore. So like. You know, you have the Jedi, and these are, they're like these big set pieces, right? And they're like these, you know, galaxy-wide, you know, ranging, you know, huge adventures, right? But I feel like the smaller stories are where Star Wars really shines. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, case in point, The Mandalorian, um, where it's really just about just, like, this bounty hunter and trying to take care of this kid, right? And just kind of what they get into. So it's just like these little smaller tales, and I feel like that's kind of where, I feel like that's where they do their best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and of course, I mean, you still need those those big set piece moments and stuff, but I feel like those are some of the more. Let's see. Quality like, contents. Like, yeah, because we like with this also news is that Ubisoft is making an open world RPG of Star Wars of, of a Star Wars game, which mm-hmm. is exciting like but we've talked off air talking about like let's just make sure it's not another assassin's creed game <laughs> right i swear to god man if i had to climb up on a fucking tower and open up the map <laughs> yeah we'd be pissed <laughs> yeah well hell like i wonder uh, with beyond getting evil ooh, that's probably gonna be my hype game if it ever comes out that like that game looks like different and intriguing it looks like uh, ubisoft cyberpunk Maybe that might be good, uh. But mm-hmm. let's see, a Star Wars game. I think I've seen a lot of people talk about how they want like an Ahsoka game. That'd be interesting. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a there's a lot of Ahsoka lore out there already though, so I don't really know where they would go. Hmm. What about I mean, like maybe a, something. What What about like a Yoda kind of game? I'm just playing. <laughs> Like I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Yoda. I don't know. Yeah, like a young Yoda. <laughs> uh, uh, supposedly, they're going to be doing, like, young Yoda stuff in, like, the High Republic that's coming out. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. Okay. Like, like Disney announced that series called The High Republic or whatever, mm-hmm. or was it a show I, I, or a movie? I don't really remember. Um, But I remember hearing a rumor that young Yoda is going to be in there, which would make sense because, you know, he would have been very active in that time period, so. Ooh, maybe Mace Windu would be there too. Maybe. I don't know. It depends on the time frame because Mace is, you know, human, so he's still got that human life expectancy. Uh, and he was like what forty or fifty in uh, Attack of the Clones when yeah. he got offed. <laughs> well, Return so, of the Sith. Return of the Sith. Sith. Yeah. Yeah. Re- return. Yeah. 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 Um. And uh, yeah, so he. I don't know. I, I wouldn't expect him to be in something that's set in like the High Republic because I feel like that's like several hundred years before the events of like the, the Skywalker saga. Right? Yeah, yeah. It like like I don't know. Like the fact that when Star Wars gets away from the Skywalkers, it just feels like a better overall <laughs> theme. Yeah, um, there, there's just too much baggage with them. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and that's a fact. Uh, I love the Last Jedi because maybe because they didn't focus heavily on the Skywalker thing. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that's it. I digress with that. Uh, let's see. 
it is a, it is a really exciting thing that Star Wars, the deal is expiring because it opens up the field that different studios can get it. Maybe Sony gets a hold of it. Maybe, maybe Bethesda gets a hold of one. Oh wait, they did. <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just it just opens up the door and just see what different studios. Maybe what if Insomniac Games got offered to do a Star Wars game? That would be interesting. <laughs> I'd be intrigued to see what they do with it. Um, I did see that Devolver Digital took to Twitter and said that uh, we want to do a Star Wars. Yeah. So uh, I, want, I would be, I'd, I'd like to see what they do with it too. That game would be mature as hell. You know yeah, it, would. it would be. Oh yeah. <laughs> that would be, be the Boba Fett game we always wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Disney, Netflix, uh, Disney Plus and Netflix, they're actually killing it with their content so far. Uh like just we're only in the first month check out wandavision and like lupin like we were talking about before we started really good yeah shows. uh lupin's really cool mm-hmm. like i said i had to go back and watch it because i was kind of like in my phone trying to find the topic so i had to go back and watch it make sure i didn't mm-hmm. miss anything and lupin the third i guess like all of it branches off of the op- the lupin books but lupin the third is like a really cool anime and i like it a lot yeah let's see your thoughts should there be a switch pro or no based on should there be like yeah based off this article um analysts are not sure if they if nintendo will announce one or not but what do you think i mean i feel like uh I, i feel like Nintendo could do a lot with just like iterating on the console mm-hmm. and just you know making small improvements and re repackaging the Switch as like something different, right? Mm-hmm. Um but the Switch Pro kind of implies like something bigger, right? It it implies like uh hmm, I guess it's it's more than just like changing how much battery life it has. It, it's like this you know this system has a new processor this system has more ram you know that sort of thing right mm-hmm. so it's like this is a new this is a new system whenever you say this is the switch pro yeah um i think that they should yes i feel like that would be best for consumers i think especially with the you know how widely available 4k tvs are now you know yeah um i feel like a lot of Nintendo fans would like to enjoy their games in 4K goodness. Yeah, I think I would. Um, no, <laughs> right, and you know, right now the Switch can only put up to you know 1080p, and even that it, it kind of struggles with sometimes. Um, and a lot of people have been porting like older games like to the Switch too. So like like The Witcher got ported over to the Switch uh, recently. You know, Borderlands 2 is ported to the Switch. Uh, you know, which is a much easier ask, I think. Um, I don't. I feel like I feel like a Switch Pro would be welcomed by the consumer base. I feel like they would eat it up. Uh, but I also feel like that Nintendo could just like beat that dead horse to death and just not ever put it out. Yeah. So I think the problem with the Switch Pro, from all the reports that I'm hearing, like, yeah, it's cool, it's 4K and all this, but it's a home console, so you can't like port it. And by making that a thing, it's like, ugh. Like, that's... Well, 
that is kind of the th that is kind of the the difference, right? Is that the Switch is a it's it's a mobile device more than it's like a console, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're out running around with it, you know, you're 720p, you're playing your games, but you know, it's like, oh, well, what do you expect? And I guess on a screen like that small, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. But, um, like I say, it's more for the the in home use, right? So if they could like make that dock, because that's what it, that's what it is, right? The dock has like uh, an extra, you know, additional processing units in there uh, to make it to where the switch can upscale to, you know, 1080p from 720p mm -hmm. uh, whenever you're plugged up to like a home, you know, system, right? So it's like whenever you're on your home system, you know, if you can make some sort of dock that lets you go up to, you know, 4K, I think that's what people really want. Yeah, just the dock instead of like, yeah, if you can like just make the dock better, shit, I'll pay you what a hundred bucks for it. <laughs> Let's call it quits, you know. <laughs> Right. See, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, so as far as making a Switch Pro is concerned, I'm not sure that that's really on Nintendo's, you know, radar, Hell, radar they, right now. They actually just put out a fucking new uh, Mario uh, Switch. So it's like, would they really put a Pro out if they just made this model of the Switch? You know, mm -hmm. that's just like, that's just asking for most because people are going to see that, Mar that red Mario and want to grab it and then what? Two months later, you announce a Switch Pro. Then again, guys, Nintendo has come out several times and said that, like they've tried to expand the life cycle of the Switch. So, that's okay. And they said we're not even halfway through the catalog. So, how much more do we have with it? We'll find out. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Can, I, can you look at the trailer for Persona 5 Strikers, uh, Stone? Because I want to have a conversation would you about okay. <laughs> just i want your honest opinion about it because like this is gonna be like i had like a semi fun argument with one of my friends who got me into the persona series about it the announcement trailer uh the one that they put out a couple days ago i think i think yeah yeah something like that it's is I just like every like even Jason's even said like well it's just like a Dynasty Warriors game but like based off vibes off that trailer that you're watching right now I think it's like a minute or so let's see as Stone yeah and I'm looking at it now yeah Stone is watching that and it's been a good week so far started doing these Witcher workouts guys they're really fun. <laughs> Went all five days this week, so just a little update. Trying to become a witcher. <laughs> you will not hear me complain about my workouts whatsoever. If you care, I'll give you updates here and there. <laughs> and it's like you put you you're wanting to put your body through it. That's the way the mentality that I have with it. So there's no reason to complain about soreness whatsoever. Do I feel sore? Yeah, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> Like how Stone see me this week. <laughs> so. Uh, we got fights tonight. This should be good. They're actually going as we're recording. Happy Martin Luther King Day for everyone that's celebrating this coming Monday. We might put it out, the podcast, out a little later. That way you guys can enjoy your day. 
It, yeah, so uh definitely looks like Dynasty Warriors, so. Do you, you think it looks like Dynasty Warriors? Yeah. No, I fuck don't. that. It looks just like Dynasty Warriors. I do not think it looks like Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> like <laughs> but, well, like hear me out though. Because the, all right, so there's like there's other mechanics and stuff in that yeah. game and there will be other stuff, I'm sure. But the bulk of that trailer, Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, if you're talking about like the straight up action scenes or whatnot, yeah. Yeah, that's all that's what I was saying. That's what that trailer was. It was action like show off or whatever i'm like that's fucking dynasty warriors yeah but if you're talking about uh overall gameplay like the, it looks like a persona game though still right like the mechanics and like t going like doing dungeons or whatnot to me it oh, doesn't fuck, I, don't, I don't know i never played play persona persona, game. but this, <laughs> like i watched a video yesterday about how um like yeah it is like a musu game but at the same time, it's not. It's like a Persona game, too. It's like, if you go in here thinking that you're just going to wail on people, you're in for trouble. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, so I wasn't wrong, but I wasn't right at the same time, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, no, it's, it's a fucking Dynasty Warriors game. There's just some other shit tacked onto it. Yeah, like, there's more to it than, like, a uh, Dynasty Warriors game. That's what I'm saying. So when I'm saying, like, when I, I made the statement that Shout out to Alex. <laughs> he knows that I was talking about this. Uh, he, I was saying like I'm glad. I'm so glad that it's not a Musu game, like a Dynasty Warriors game. He says it is though. I'm like, not really. You know, like I played the demo. If you're talking about like there's so many people out here, yeah, I, I guess. But it didn't feel like it when I played that demo a year ago. You know what I mean? Like I. That's fucking Dynasty Warriors, bro. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> It's Dynasty Warriors. Regardless, I'm just ready to play the game. <laughs> yeah. There you go, right? Yeah. Enjoy enjoy all the Dynasty <laughs> Warrior goodness. There you go. Uh, yeah, I'm almost done with Age of Calamity, so that's definitely Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> right. That's definitely. Because the way that like the way that I've thought about Dynasty Warriors game is that like you'll have a cutscene and then after that you'll just go straight into the battle and then that's the you do whatever's in the battle. So that's the way I view Dynasty Warrior games. That looks more like story based and yada yada yada. It looks like a Persona game, but who cares? It's Persona Five. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, let's see. What about the Capcom stuff? That's crazy, bro. Oh yeah the the fighting game community code of conduct. Oh, oh or no. Well. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. The the Capcom. Sales and financial information yeah. was stolen in a major hack. Yes. Yeah. Never mind. I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's that's nuts. Um, <laughs> one hundred sixty thousand. Yeah. I thought. Well, it says. Uh, well, it says that now uh, the update as of uh, one twelve says that uh, a maximum of. 30 or 390,000 people could have been affected by this uh, hack. You know, it, and it's like, you know, financial information, uh, like 3,000 business partners, you know, 9,000 former employees, 4,000 current employees and related parties. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, that's just, that's a huge spill of information that just got breached, which is bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't, we're, we're hearing, more and more i don't it feels like it feels like like every six months we're hearing about like a major hack you know yeah in or around the video game industry yeah what well, was it six months ago it was the lot it was naughty dog 
It was literally Naughty yeah. Dog six months ago. So, good God. Yeah, and like, like, I think Sony six months before that, right? Yeah. It's like, good. Oh, it... Like, and people are finding back doors and... Like I'm, my heart goes out to you guys that got your information stole. Hopefully, mm-hmm. no one tries to get to you. Oh, good gosh. Well, man, if their finance, like their banking information, it wasn't affected too, was it? Well, yeah, no, it was. It was all their financial aid and stuff yeah. like that. It, it, this was the act that was reported back in November of last year. Yeah. And the, okay. So we're we're just getting updates on it now, but it's like. Yeah, it's it's still like it's a ridiculous amount of information that was taken and just could be used for whatever purposes. Good gosh, you know? make sure you change those bank accounts. Yeah, <sighs> uh, you know, update what you can, right? I mean, yeah. use two-factor authentication. Uh, that's the one of the best ways to protect yourself and your online data. Uh, make sure that you you know change your passwords on a regular basis. You know, like once every every couple months, just you know update your passwords just in case. Yeah. Right. My thing, I had something earlier this year, like, no, maybe a couple of weeks ago, like, maybe two weeks when we were on break, it said uh, someone else had logged into my Gmail account. I was like, wait, what? No one knows this. So, like, I had to, like, make a new password, that kind of stuff. I'm like, but who, like, who would log into my Gmail account, you know? Yeah. It's just like it can happen to anybody. That's what I'm saying, guys. <laughs> and it was just, it, it was kind it had it kind of had me paranoid because I woke up to that kind of news. Like, wait, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's like, like uh, somebody logged in on my Netflix account about a year ago uh, and signed into like an Apple TV device or something. And I was like, well, that's fucking weird. So I texted, you know, I you know I share my Netflix account with a few people. So I was like, okay, uh, do any of y'all have a you know, an Apple TV device or whatever? No. Did you share it with anybody else? No. Okay, well, I'm changing the fucking password. Click. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. Like I said, it can happen to anybody, guys. It's just weird. Like, no. <laughs> Do they... Oh, their TV, not even on their phone. That's the st- distinct difference. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. Shit, shit's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, the fighting community, as you were alluding to, Stone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the 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 fighting game community, uh, you know, got together a group of volunteers and wrote a code of conduct. Uh, they had it peer reviewed and, uh, you know, sent it on to you know community leaders and tournament organizers to sign and adopt the measures. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the point of the code of conduct is to, you know, prevent and expel predatory behavior, emotional, sexual, verbal, and physical abuse, and to create a safer and more inclusive fighting game community in which more people can enjoy the fun, exciting, grassroots spirit of the community, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not like a national league or anything. There's just like communities like in your hometown, more or less, that um, get together to have little fighting game tournaments, right? So... You know, some are some are on bigger scales than others, uh, but it's for the most part, it's just people wanting to do cool stuff together. So, yeah. Sure uh, so you gotta you gotta applaud it, but you know there definitely needs to be some oversight there. I think. Mm-hmm. Heck, like I'm sitting here saying the code was developed. Not that. Let me let me 
speed it up a little bit. This, man, I just had it. Pretty much what we're talking about. Most recently, the Super Smash Bros. community has dealt with a widespread sexual abuse scandal that resulted in Nintendo issuing a statement to IGN on the matter. Damn. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the thing, though. S- Smash Brothers yeah. is... Go for it. I was gonna say I think it was um I think it was one player uh like that was you know higher up in the in the community uh that had got drunk and was like touching some adults inappropriately you mm-hmm. know in in a sexual manner so it was unwanted sexual con- you know uh Consent. contact so yeah. yeah and that's the sad thing is that nin- not Nintendo but the fact that the idea of Super Smash Brothers is to, is to be a celebratory kind of game and for it to be so toxic is weird, you know? Like the community, not the game itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game is there's a, amazing. Yeah, there's a few communities like that that are just like toxic as fuck. Yeah. I know this is one. I know not the not division. I do know Rainbow Six Siege is one because I know shout out to Goose. Uh, she was saying that she was thinking about playing it, but she saw yeah. some videos with like girl gamer. Oh gosh, that's the thing that I saw on Twitter over the break, and like I don't know how to feel about it. Not like out of like out of respect, but apparently it's wrong to call ga- girls game like girl gamers that phrase so i'm like uh girls that are gamers put it that way <laughs> you know like a gamer girl or something like that you know that phrase like well they're saying like they don't really like it so i was like okay i understand what you're coming from so pretty much girls that play games were getting harassed while they're playing rainbow six siege so mm-hmm. it was like oh like, yeah, you might want to go to a different community. I, I don't feel comfortable with any girl that would be in that community that has to deal with that. It just, or any, like, any person. Like, no one needs a, a toxicity in your life. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> um... You definitely don't need that shit, especially whenever you're coming to a place, like, to relax and, yeah. you, know, have a, you know, have some fun, right? Yeah. Um... Oh yeah, there's a there's several communities that are just like you know toxic as fuck like that. So yeah, I just hear clear of them. I'm just like, ah, that's cool. I'll just play my single player games. Yeah, <laughs> y'all, y'all can go y'all can go be assholes to each other all you want to. I guess. I remember when EA said that single player games were done. <laughs> <laughs> They're dying, all right. <laughs> oh gosh, how do you feel about the Indiana Jones game? Uh well I'm I'm here for it I feel like it'll be a cool game uh I'm not sure what to expect from it other than like something similar to Uncharted mm-hmm. I but, saw someone say take away his gun that's how you make it different <laughs> but I don't know it looks fun yeah I don't know he he's here to punch Nazis and that's what we all should be doing yeah punch these Nazis. Oh gosh, um, that um, you think it'll be in third person or first person? It'd probably be third person. Okay, probably be probably be like some sort of like third person platforming puzzle solving adventure game. So mm. that's what I, was, I would think of, like thinking, a Tomb Raider or Uncharted sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I think uh, what's funny is that some of these people that are talking about it like blessing i watched it when they were announced it wasn't kind of funny 
and like they were talking about it, and all of a sudden he's like, "I've never watched a single Indiana Jones movie." Like, wait, what? <laughs> Are you <laughs> what? talking about this? <laughs> like, you said, I feel like that's one movie, like whatsoever, you don't have to listen, don't have to watch. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm. I mean, speaking of Uncharted, though, like the Uncharted movie. Yeah. Still, like, still in production. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, like, Sony is a, not just doing, like, the Uncharted movie and the Last of Us series. Uh, they're looking to expand their projects of non-gaming PlayStation projects, so. <laughs> well, um, is that I'd be, I'd be here, to, I mean, I'm here for it. I want to see what they got, what they come up with, right? So. Yeah. I was thinking, is there a difference between Sony Pictures and just Sony? I mean, not really. It's a, it's all one company. It's yeah, different branches of the same company. That. Yeah, I'm just sitting there thinking about like, well, what else can they? Well, if they're talking about like Saint Monica doing like a movie that's not based on a video game, okay, I get it. But I was just like, well, they make other IPs already, so it was kind of weird. I get what they're saying. If that makes sense. Yeah, I don't, I'm just I'm ready for a video game movie to be good. You know what I mean? <laughs> like 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 legitimately like just good right <laughs> well the last like, one was sonic but you know that was a fun I, i've heard that sonic was okay and i haven't watched it or anything um but like i watched the assassin's creed movie and like i thought it was a cool movie but the problem is they were too afraid of weird sci-fi-ness that was the original like assassin's creed lore and stuff and they tried to rewrite it it just made it really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've heard that the World of Warcraft movie wasn't bad either. But not being bad and being good are two different things. Mm. This Monster Hunter so, movie was garbage. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen that either. So I haven't seen I it get... either. But I just keep on hearing like, oh, it didn't do well at all. It's just like... And then it makes me wonder about Mila Djokovic. Like, she's a great actress. I mean, actor. So, why does she not get good roles anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she does a lot of video game movies, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She does all the video game movies, but not like a, you know, full-on mm. big action movie. <laughs> it's weird. Right. Speaking of which. I don't know. I feel like the Uncharted movie could be really good. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm I'm hoping for something good there because, uh, like I said, it, Uncharted is basically Indiana Jones, right? I mean, it's the same fucking thing, basically. Yeah. Um, same uh, same premise. Yeah. Speaking of which, the Last of Us uh, series did replace its director. Oh yeah. Yeah, Chernobyl, the director from Chernobyl. Uh, from Chernobyl. Yeah. Uh, can't do it because of scheduling conflict, so they moved mm. on to someone else. Okay. Well, I mean, at least they weren't in like the middle of filming. Yeah. And changed. Like that's okay. You can change directors before you get started. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Uh, let's see. Riders Republic. I wasn't really planning on playing the game, but I just know for anyone that was interested, it got pushed back as well. Yeah, Riders Republic got pushed back. Uh, and apparently. I thought we had another delay announcement. Oh, it was, that was right. Harry Potter. That's Harry Potter, yeah. So, um, 
those two delays. Also, uh, which is kind of crazy, Sony. We were talk. We've been talking about them a lot throughout this podcast. They actually scrubbed some of their dates off of an original thing. So we don't know when any of these games are coming out now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's see. It sit there and said uh, like, yeah, this game's coming out this day. This game's coming out this day. And then it's like, no, <laughs> we don't know anything. Do you think this year yeah. is going to be the uh, year that we feel the effects of COVID? What do you mean? Like uh, for gaming, like the, you know, the production of the games. Like, do you feel like this is the, the, like the year, like where all these games were planned to come out at a certain time, but like, they're going to be pushed back due to COVID. I mean, we've already felt that this past year. Like I said, uh, the, for better or for worse, game design it kind of relies on like the last month of just like ridiculous amounts of overtime to get things finished. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whenever you can't do that in person and it slows everything down, then we've already felt that with the delays from this past year. Look at Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk was supposed to come out in fucking February of last year, or whatever it was. April. I think it was. I think, I think it was April. Yeah. yeah. But still, it was supposed to come out in April and doesn't come out until fucking December. You know. Yeah. Okay. It's like uh, we've already affect. We've already felt the effects. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just crazy. Like when we talk, like I, if we go back a full year, I made a phone call to Jacob, like when me and Jen were first getting it started back up again for like the the new year. The conversation was like, yeah, like that got delayed, and Final Fantasy VII got delayed, and our like Jacob's argument is like, well, it's crazy that Final Fantasy got delayed a month. And then we're talking about cyber, like we have like this idea like well CD Projekt Red knows their polish needs to be in September that kind of thing like it should be for September like so who which game is really going to be better and then like when you play it when you play go play Final Fantasy VII you're like oh wow this is really good like really great like off off some texture parts of course but then when you play Cyberpunk it's like mm, really. Like you like like what version of the game did you have in April? <laughs> mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. So it's like, yeah, well, like obviously when it comes to devs and stuff, they know the difference in their game. So that's all I was saying. It's just like it's just interesting to hear. Mm-hmm. That's all I was. Yeah, saying. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I say, I think um, I think we'll see a few games like. We, we haven't really seen a whole lot of games that have, like, definite release dates for this year yet. Mm-hmm. So I feel like at this point they would be able to better estimate their workflow, um, you know, post. You know, we, we've been in the middle of, of COVID quarantining protocols for ages now. So I feel like at this point you kind of have a feel for how long it's going to take you to do something. Mm-hmm. So you know, we already had a couple of games that have, uh, you know, announced delays. Uh, but I think the rest of them... Uh, will probably stay on their quote-unquote schedule. Um, you know, Forbidden West is—it it doesn't even have a, a quarter, right? It just says 2021. Yeah. So, I mean, that could be you know December 31st, 2021. It's still fucking 2021. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, Jen uh, sent me uh, like a picture. He's like, "Oh my gosh, Dying Light is in the system for like six, like uh, June 
31st or something like that. I'm like, you of all people know that's a placeholder date. She's like, I know, but yeah. still. <laughs> right. Well, at least it's back in the system. Like, yeah. 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 But, but yeah, that is definitely a placeholder date. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I guess that means that they're shooting for Q2, maybe? Or maybe mm -hmm. Q3. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a placeholder date for Q2, but, you know. Are you we'll getting see. Mass Effect? Are you a Mass Effect fan? I'm not for sure. I played Andromeda, uh, but I didn't play any of the other ones. Me either. I didn't play Andromeda, so I'm not like yeah. that huge of a fan. So and, uh, Andromeda was okay. Um, it, it had some. It had some good moments. I enjoyed playing it. Uh, but if I played it whenever it like first came out, and it definitely had some bugs, mm. and uh, they were the kind of bugs that like didn't break the game, but were like really immersion breaking. You know what mm. I mean? Uh huh. Uh, like the crab walking, uh, the fucking dark soulless eyes that they had, uh, <laughs> you know, and just a, a few other small things here and there. So it wasn't a big deal. But have you thought about playing the trilogy? Like when it when it comes out in March? Yeah, because they're doing like a remastered trilogy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I might I might pick that up then because like I said, I never played that. Um, I never played any of the uh, the Uncharted games either. So, you never played any of the Uncharted games? Yeah, that's like the one what? Sony exclusive <laughs> franchise that I slept on. I just didn't play them. Wow. Well, you have a like you have the ability to play it right now. I think it's free on the store, PlayStation Plus. Store. All right. <laughs> For see yeah. now you just added to my backlog. Yeah, but those are here. Cool. I what. Huh? Here I was thinking that like I didn't have a backlog and I was good to go, but no, no. Perry's like, now you got to play all these other fucking games. <laughs> well, the Uncharted. Well, I don't like. I do not like Uncharted One at all. Like, I, like, I know a lot of people are like Uncharted One was great. It was amazing. I'm like, eh, I don't know what the uh, fuck. You, it was you heard it here first. Perry loves Nathan Drake. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, wants me to love him too, yeah. and I, I think it's kind of weird, but okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I love Ellie, Elaine, a lot. Elaine. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like, there's there's going to be a part. Like, it's not, like, it's been 10 plus years, but, like, uh, it said uh, you had to do something. You had to, like, calm this old uh, castle. And Nathan Drake goes out and says, he says, you got to be kidding me. And, like, when he said that, when he said that, as I said out loud, I know that's right, because this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so, speaking of Uncharted and Naughty Dog and whatnots, uh, it looks like Naughty Dog is hiring a bunch of developers for, quote-unquote, something cool. Yeah. <laughs> they won't say exactly what, but... Well, of course they won't. Of course. Well, like I said, maybe it's a new game. Hopefully new IP. That's the thing with Neil Druckmann. He's not for sure if he wants to make Last of Us Part 3 or if he wants mm -hmm. to just make a new IP. <sighs> I mean, I would go after a new IP and then come hit us back with like Last of Us Part 3 in like, you know, another six years or something. Yeah, <laughs> because let that thing breathe for a while. And like I said, it takes them about seven years uh, anyways to make a new Last of Us. So keep on that track record, Neil. Keep on that track right. record. And that's the thing. Yeah, go for it. I was gonna say it. it uh, they got a lot of like interesting positions in here, right? So they're like, they've got AI, animation programmers, graphics programmers. You know, the 
tool and web developer programmers. Um, you know, at several artist positions too, like character concept artists, lighting artists, visual effects, you know, environment artists. They got a, they got a, like a whole fucking team they want to hire, basically. Yeah. So, what guys, if you're if anyone that's listening to this or has any of those skills, go out for it, you know? Hell, they're even hiring a damn help desk position. Like, I could fucking apply for that job. <laughs> Yo, what are we doing? Let's move out west. And... All right. <laughs> We don't need we don't wouldn't need an island or that we'll, we have beaches. <laughs> yeah, but they're in they're like up in Seattle, so like. Oh. I mean, I guess technically it's a beach. <laughs> yeah. It rains constantly. Right. <laughs> well, it's something cool to look at it. Oh shoot! One more. Uh, Resident Evil Eight gameplay on January twenty first. So that's on okay. Wednesday. Yeah. Save the date. Save the date. <laughs> You guys are in for a treat, hopefully. Uh, I know a lot of people are ready for the next Resident Evil game. Resident Evil is one of those games that, like, no matter where they go, uh, fans are ready to play the damn game. Like, I don't... Mm -hmm. Like, I think I was on Twitter, and, like, I just saw this one person talk about how she was in love with Resident Evil 3. I was like, you're just a big Resident Evil fan. And I have no problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> you know, like people love right. what they love, but it's just like, it was just like every other photo was just Resident Evil this, Resident Evil that. And just like, I love games. I love nerds so much. <laughs> it's just passion, right? Like passion. I just love it, bro. Like, hell, you got to be passionate about something, some things. I just love it. I mean, speaking of passion, I mean, uh, you know, Yosef Ferris, uh, he, he's the kind of the mind behind uh, uh, it takes a way two, out, baby. Yeah. Well, uh, it takes two is his new game that's coming out sometime this year. But the first game he came out he came out with was a way out, um, and it's kind of like a double A game. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's like a it's it's like a small team that has like triple A resources, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, they developed. Uh, I guess what they're calling a narrative co-op adventure uh, in the, the quote genre that they kind of created or have made more prominent, I, I guess. Um, so a way out, if you've never played it, it's a, it's a game built from the ground up as a co-op experience. Um, so it's, it's online co-op or couch co-op supported. Uh, and it actually has a lot of like cool stuff that, um, like takes advantage of that forced co-opness. Like you see what the other player is doing too. Uh, so it's kind of like always in like a split screen mode. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a, it was a really cool narrative and I, I played through it. I bought it. Um, but apparently even EA didn't believe in it, but they just kind of went with it because he was just so passionate about it. You know, yeah. like he just, he brought this project to him and just kind of kept on it. Um, and they, they weren't really sure that the game would sell very well, but they believed in him and his passion. So they gave him a, an opportunity and he sold three and a half million copies. So uh, yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you know, really not everybody's is. Call of Duty games, but yeah, but still though, I actually bought that for my niece and nephew for them to play, like for their first game to play together. And it kind of brought them closer. So it was like, mm. and they beat it and like loved it and that kind of stuff. Right. Ah, oh, the end is so good. Yeah. 
I, I love it because yeah. uh J jason and i we we were i was like i bought it and we just like spent a saturday just like fucking drinking on the couch and playing through it yeah <laughs> and like we get to the end and he's like you motherfucker yeah <laughs> exactly uh, like i said i thought the game was like really great especially for people that don't play games like that all together like because my mm -hmm. niece doesn't play games like that and for her to like go through it the way she did and like enjoyed it with her brother was like oh yeah mm -hmm. like enjoy yeah and uh another note about the game is that it is online co-op supported and the other person does not have to have a copy of it so if you have a copy you can play with your friend that doesn't have a copy and you can like send them an invite and they'll be able to download the game uh and play it just off of your license for it oh so. wow i didn't realize that that's cool yeah so no matter what, you can always play co-op. So if you want, if you have somebody you want to play with and they don't have it, there you go. All hey, they got to do is accept it and download it. That it it takes two games, which is cool too. By the way, I'm gonna check that out. We might play that together. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm curious about that one too. Like I said, the the first like his first game was really cool. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to see where he goes after he you know I don't know, I get I guess gets better backing and like has more. Uh, you know. I guess uh, more resources to, to play with because now they're like, oh, okay, well, this first one did pretty well, so let's see where he goes. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just crazy. Um, that, like I said, I saw that trailer at the Game Awards or whatnot, and then and the trailer just kept getting better and better and better. I'm like, okay, this game looks kind of cool, you know. <laughs> you just gotta know where it goes with it. I just, like I said. You said that we're better. It was better than the Oscars. He might be right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Well, Let's we see. got Steam. Fifty percent more hours were played in twenty twenty than from twenty nineteen. So, and then the fact that it caused bandwidth problems for like other people that were working on stuff. I feel like <laughs> I said hmm, this is sad because you think our internet would be better than that to not affect it <laughs> you know no 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 that that's about par for the course for the u.s's crumbling infrastructure so hopefully we can get some better stuff put in there because yeah yeah i got i got I, I, that's a whole other podcast okay don't even get me started on that shit. <laughs> well shoot well like un unfortunately we had a bombing on christmas day here in the united states and yeah. like it pretty much knocked out a lot of at&t like for like three states and it's like why is just one pinpoint in nashville one what <laughs> like so i'm pretty sure well, it's another topic <laughs> well it's, it's a whole other topic i could explain it to you and how it works but it's a it's a lengthy discussion <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's um i'm just saying like even with the bandwidth though like that's it was, like it was just sad that that well, I guess because people start streaming more, that kind of stuff. I think at the beginning of the pandemic, they asked for gamers not to use too much of the bandwidth. And we said, fuck that, you know? <laughs> fuck that. We're playing games, bitch. <laughs> like I said, like, we, we're going to continue to do what we do. You guys figure this shit out, not us. <laughs> I mean, what I do is I play some fucking D&D. &D and... Yeah. uh Hopefully we can not use some bandwidth for that soon. Yeah. And, you know, enjoy some candle keep mysteries. Hey. Like I said, I got some ideas, I think. Now I just got to put them down. Probably get right? that done tomorrow, actually. 
Yeah. Do it. Yeah, because I think today would be the perfect day to beat Age of Calamity. And then, <laughs> yeah, to beat Age of Calamity then tomorrow. Because, like I said, my backlog is literally winding down. Yeah. The, yeah. Only, other, the only other game I got to play is Demon Souls. That's the only other game. Like, like really. I mean, Dragon We got to play some Borderlands 3, too. Yeah, whenever you want. <laughs> Whenever y'all ready. <laughs> Get it done. Yeah. Whenever. Because I know you've been wanting to play. I'm pretty sure other people want to play too. So, whenever. Exactly. Yeah. Let's see. But, but yeah. But now, I... the, uh, yeah, the Candle Keep Mysteries book, it seems really neat. Because uh, the Wizards announced that they were going you know, to be putting this book out called Candle Keep Mysteries. Uh, on March 16th is the release date. Um, mm-hmm. So, essentially... It's a collection of one-shot adventures, is how it's meant uh, to be run. So, it's uh, uh, it says it's seventeen mystery-themed adventures, each centered around a single book found in the iconic library fortress of Candlekeep. Mm. So, there is probably a lot of cool lore in there, uh, for sure, and the adventures are probably, uh. You know, such that you could you could reskin them and run them as you know just one shots or you know if your players are looking to do something different, you know in your campaign you could just shove it in there. So mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot of cool uh, options for this. Um, that's kind of what I, I like the most about D and D and the you know the various rule books and things is you kind of just have like pieces that you can apply to different you know places whenever you need them. You don't you don't need to have them at all times. You don't need to have, you know, encyclopedic knowledge of them at all times. But you know, if you know where to find something, then that's that's really the most important thing, right? So it's like, oh well, my players went left, and I figured that they would go right. So now I've got to come up with something over here. Well, you know, the the best thing you could do as a DM is have, you know, just an encounter ready to go, right? Uh, some bandits, you know, ambush you on the road, or you know, some bears you know, come roaring out of the forest or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but something like this, too, where you have, like, just a, a set of adventures where they're just like, well, you know, your players are just, like, not engaging with your main story. Well, maybe you can send them into this Candlekeep mystery, and this book can have something that hooks them back around into your main story and gets them excited again, right? Yeah. So. It's really cool as a DM to, like, have all the tools at your disposal, right? Exposure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like you want to have you you want to have as many tools at your disposal as uh, you know as you can feasibly have ready and available. So, um, the more options that you have, the the easier your life will be whenever you're needing a different tool. You know, mm-hmm. in the in the heat of the moment. <laughs> That's really cool, bro. I, like I said, and maybe my writing writing flows will come back tomorrow. I'm like, yeah. There you go. Let's see. I'm just going through some stuff that maybe we didn't mention. Pokemon Snap, of course. That's coming out. April yeah. 30th. Like, that game. I never played the one for the 64. Mm-hmm. But, because I, I thought this is me at the age of 8 or 9. It's like, well, you take all these pictures, but then you had to go to the store to actually print them off. I don't know why I thought that that was part of the game. So... I don't know if you remember that or not. Mm-mm. 
Yeah, it was like you would take the pictures, like, like I, I just felt like Nintendo was ahead of its time with it. Like you would take the pictures, like the ones that you would take, like in the Pokemon Snack game, and then you would go to like your local Walmart or something, and like get them printed off if like if you wanted them printed off. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, this is kind of cool, but I never played it, so I know I have several friends that are excited about the game. I'm kind of excited about it because Pokemon. Mm, right. Let's see. Hitman uh, Three is out next week. Yeah. Are you thinking about playing it? On uh, January twentieth. I don't know. I didn't play any of the new Hitman games that mm-hmm. came out recent, like in the past couple of years. I played like Hitman, Hitman Two, Hitman Blood Money. You know, I played those. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, but I, I didn't this, play the new ones. This has come from Gamespot today. Uh, Stadia Stadia rolls out game save sharing with Hitman Three. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know exactly what that is, so we'll click on the article. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that they they had a lot of um, like essentially like collaboration tools, essentially kind of ready to go for Stadia, or like features that they wanted to implement with Stadia. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Where like you could have uh, you know, you could share your game state with people, um, so they could like pick up from where you are and mm-hmm. play through it or something, um, and like. I think there was something like you could share like control of the game too. So like if you needed help with a part, like somebody who was like watching you play could like take over the controls for a minute, mm-hmm. you know, and do something for you or or show you how to do something. Yeah, I just think I just think it's cool that Stadia is doing something, even though everyone feels like that place is dead. Um, Scott Pilgrim came out. I don't know if you ever played th- that game. Uh, nope, never played that. Scott Pilgrim versus the World of the Game Complete Edition. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think that my Apex Legends and I, I know a lot of like a, a lot of leagues are starting back up for all you people that are trying to get in the season to be professional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I said like the, uh, like like what a first week back <laughs> like twenty like uh for uh for what's it called news wrestling news I know Kabuta Kabishi I could be saying his name wrong Jim's gonna kill me I know he's a two time champion over in New Japan wrestling right now so that's a like he has two titles so. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And also, what's the last thing? Royal Rumble's on the 31st, so we're two weeks away from that. Am I missing anything with that? No. I think that's it. <laughs> like, this is where we, where Jen comes in handy, because I don't know. Do you know, <laughs> Stone? I don't, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a wrestling <laughs> fan, so. And Ben Affleck calls Marvel boss Kevin Feige the greatest producer of all time. I mean, I think that's fair at this point. Mm. Everyone watch WandaVision. That's all I gotta say. I can't wait to have the conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Are they doing like episodic releases with that, or is it like yeah. to dump the whole season out? Episodic. The first two episodes are out though. They okay. Yeah, I wish the first two episodes was like, oh shit, that's it. Oh, I want more. Come on. Why can I wait on Fridays? Ugh, it's so stupid. Well, I think we can go ahead and get on out of here. Uh, let's think see. so. 
Yeah, unless you got anything else that we can talk about. <laughs> nah, I think we've about covered it all. I think, yeah, this for this one week. And like I said, this is going to be a fun year, I think. <laughs> this is year two for Eastone. Hey. No. Yeah. Yeah, year two. We're back in it. Yeah. Dude, like I said, this should be, we got some exciting things happening, like, throughout the week. Dude the year hopefully with new games and hopefully get just one can only hope one can only hope you can just send out your emails and see what they say <sighs> so recommend the game for the first of 2021 what you got mm. i'm gonna say man eater man eater <laughs> yep okay uh, let's see. Hmm. Yeah, I can say Age of Calamity. It's, it's just such a good game. Yeah, Man Eater was a uh, PlayStation Plus game last month, I think, right? Or is it this month? Is this? It's this month. It's this month. Okay, yeah. Um, so it's uh, you know the the world's first and only shark PG. Uh, and the game is exactly what you think it is. It is uh, you are playing a shark and you are eating shit. That's what you. That is what you do. Uh, the, like there's a, there's one mission that's kind of a, a bit rough in like the very beginning of the game, but after you get that, it's it's pretty smooth sailing. So okay. Uh, so pretty much it's like a ma mature version of the goose game. <laughs> mature version. <laughs> Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Just it. instead of a instead of a goose running around creating havoc, you were a shark swimming around and creating havoc. <laughs> I so <love> it. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything that we wanted games to be. <laughs> right. Oh god. It's like I didn't know I always wanted to be a shark, but now I do. <laughs> yeah. You got any anime of the week that you might want to recommend people? Uh, anime of the week. Yeah, you might as well see. be adding it. We already talked about it. You know. <laughs> Uh, well, Log Horizon is uh, got season three airing now. Mm -hmm. uh, so, first two seasons are out and dubbed in various places. Um, but the the new season is simulcasting in Japanese uh, subtitles. So, uh, I'm I feel confident that uh, Funimation will get on uh, dubbing that one pretty quick. But uh, in the meantime, you know it's it's airing now weekly. So. That's a, that's a good one to watch. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to go the slice of life route this time. Like, uh, me and some, like I said, been talking about how I was like up clowns and I told them, like, Fruits Basket. <laughs> fruits one Basket's of, good stuff. One of my favorites. Like, one of my favorite characters. Just overall good stuff. Tell about the Chinese Zodiac. Yeah, Chinese Zodiac. So... Well, it's a Saturday, like I said, happy Martin Luther King Day, guys. Um, like I said, this will go up then. Um, thank you for all the support, and this is just a 2021. Hopefully, uh, it will be better. Just, I, honestly, it's felt better already. So. <laughs> it's been fun. Oops. Sorry about that. We might drop. <laughs> might drop. Might drop out. Might drop out. With that being said, guys, this is us at Ava Gaming. Y'all have a great week, and we'll see y'all next week. Later, guys. Later. Y'all better toss me all the coins, too. <laughs> and the coins, in this case, are five-star reviews. <laughs>
Oh, I just meant me personally, but they don't know that yet. 